skip myself today. You got a fast song. I want to skip it anyway. Might as well skip. Might as well skip. Go on to skip. Might as well skip. All right, welcome to the Skippables Podcast, everybody. I'm your host, Gio Chapatazzi. This is the show where we listen to the world's best bands, find their worst songs. Back with my co-host, Josh Lopez. What's up, Josh? Rev it up. Woo! What's up, guys? That's right, dude. What's up? Welcome back. Welcome back. Um, I have some, some devastating news for the listeners. Oh, my God, Gio. This is rough. Um, Leon's on an airplane. He's in international air right now yeah breathing international air um in mexico i think he's in guadalajara i'm not sure yeah he, he he's Somewhere. he's breathing international air in mexico in mexico <laughs> yeah he brought he brought american air to mexico he's refusing oh to, God, to breathe dude. mexican air he's very racist arrest him dude for bringing that's that what's american devastating is i didn't realize that he could be racist against his own people. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, the professional's not here this week. Um, he did not um, go through the gauntlet that we did. And I think for the better. Because um, it, it seems that the vibe here is, is a pretty positive one. I think, <laughs> you know, um, Leon is a, is a big history head. He loves catastrophes. And he would have Titanic sank this ship of positivity. Um, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the special guests that we brought in today, they uh, on the other hand s- seem to uh, have brought a positivity that we're not used to in in the uh, garage that I, we record in. So we want to welcome to the podcast Don and Sam of Monogamy. Um, it, not international, but you can say interstational, <laughs> interstational. Uh, from Chicago, Illinois. Welcome, guys. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. It's an honor. Yes, thank you. How's yeah. it going, dude? How how was the trip? How are you? It's been good. Um, uh, yeah. We 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 flew here. We've been like, I don't think we've really spent this much time in like California. Oh, Sam's. This is the first time in California. First time. first time in LA area. Like ever. What What do you Whoa. think about the the California air? Uh. <laughs> I like it actually. I like it. I, you know, and I went to the beach and it was wonderful. I swam in the water. It feels it honestly good. like you guys have brought the Chicago air, like uh, a peek behind the curtain. You know, uh, here at Skippables HQ, it seems like the monogamy guys demanded a vibe check, and we and we've gone very homely in here. We're we're very cozy uh, with some lamps. Yeah. And it's very ambient right now in Skippables HQ. Yeah. So, is Chicago know, normally this ambient? That, that, I, I feel like, yeah, right? Chicago is like deep dish, deep vibes, yeah. you know? Yeah. Right? Eno, yeah. You know what deep dish nights, right? That's usually. Dude, okay. So uh, you're on tour. Um, you're a band. We're right? a band. You're a band. Not skippable, by the way. Yeah, okay, check everybody? Out check out Monogamy. We're a band. It's us and our friend Adriana. And we told Adriana, like, oh, like, we're going to be on the podcast and listen to Linkin Park and she was like that sounds so fun for you guys oh she, <laughs> she was like that sounds great I'm gonna she didn't want there. to yeah. Yeah. she's like I can't wait to listen to it guys <laughs> not <laughs> for her too great okay well I mean but um 
you mentioned that she's originally from here so she's like catching up and stuff and she was like i'm not gonna spend this precious time talking about lincoln park yeah true in this like uh <clears throat> stranger's uh, garage location yes yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I, I don't blame her respect respect in some, on in that some respect but, but we listened through meteora with her today okay, oh, okay. yes so um we are and we have and we will be discussing lincoln park this um is huge for us this is a milestone i've been waiting for this moment since we started the show um for a lot of reasons but um why why lincoln park and first i guess out of you two who chose lincoln park don or sam we have a very we've established quorum so i feel like there are there are suggestions and like i checked in with sam and we sort of like came to a consensus together um there's right. a lot of harmony here you know we, that's so cool mm-hmm. okay I can so feel that. democracy mm-hmm. democracy democracy chose yeah i think part of it was we thought they're from chicago too but then we <laughs> looked it up and they weren't they weren't but the name's a chicago neighborhood yeah oh yeah okay interesting is one of them from there i know they originated from la but i'm not sure where all of the members are were born chester's from phoenix they like they literally like flew him in to join Lincoln Park. What? Because like Mike, Mike and the rest of them like could not get signed. We're like sending out so many demos, meeting with executives, and like could not get signed. Chester's in this like grunge band that like he sort of like stormed out of essentially, and then he he was at like um what is the like college radio sort of like convention in like Texas um, CMJ or whatever okay he was at that and some agent like went up to him was like hey like i know this band they really need a vocalist and so they flew him out to like join the like he was just like sending them demos and just like riffing over it and like the guys talk about like like when chester sent his first demos like we got chills like we knew (laughs) and it's night and day like once they start playing with chester and sending demos out the labels are like yes I mean, this is our guy. Like, Linkin Park is, especially doing this podcast, a powerhouse band. Like, everybody individually is, like, a great musician. Mm -hmm. But, like, there's no beating around the fact that Chester's the star. Yeah, totally. He's the star. Chester was, like, 24, and the rest of them were, like, 18 and 19. Oh, really? That's the thing. He was older than the rest of them. Because he's, like, yeah, it was kind of uh, crazy just, like, playing with these, like, kids, basically. Right. And they're like all wow. oh, hip hop and shit, dude. And he's like yeah. all grungy yeah. from Tucson. That's yeah, a, that's really really cool. And I think for me, my level of exposure was definitely like growing up. You know, I, I'm this came out when I was you know grade school, but I was always into more rock and like mm-hmm. you know not necessarily punk yet, but like rock and not so much hip hop. But there was this, you know, era where like gorillas and, you know, Lincoln Park kind of bridged the gap for me. So in many ways, I feel like in my later years, when I really dove into hip hop, I was like originally pulling from stuff I liked from Lincoln Park, you know? So I grew up, we had hybrid theory and uh, Meteora growing up. So I got heavy nostalgia for those two. And then I dropped off. And um, maybe for the better, maybe for the worse. <laughs> who knows? We'll get we'll get into it. Right. But that's my level of exposure. Okay. Uh, so, what about you, Sam? What about you? Where was your start with Lincoln Park? My uh, my parents had the Live in Texas CD and would play it in the car pretty often. Um, so your your parents had, showed you Lincoln. Yeah, Park. Yeah, they introduced me. I think my dad liked it specifically. Nice, One of the. Uh, nice. 
one of the radio songs i'm sure okay um but he liked corn and stuff like that too whoa yeah yeah new metal background to know that he was like 24 in like 2005 2004 it's like okay he's like our parents ish age you know so yeah yeah, he i mean he was really into stone temple pilots and Mm -hmm. you know he was super close friends with chris cornell so i don't know he he pulls a lot from from that it makes a lot of sense that dads like this band yeah he his voice is like unbelievable in the first couple records like like the way he screams is just like it's so good yeah Yeah. in his old band none of the other movies he didn't scream he screamed for the for mike and the boys really he found it in himself but his other music it was not so he just came out screaming killing it reinventing screaming wow well yeah it's so good you can hear that in his voice actually i guess now like he does a lot of uh, ambitious notes up in there, you know. Yeah. He's really controlling his his diaphragm. He's it, so good. Yeah. When when he can hit it, or it's like there are certain songs where like they just let him fucking flex, and <laughs> it feels good. <laughs> like it, it's really gratifying. Um, yeah, my start was um, my cousin. Shout out Anthony. Um, big fan. Tony. Yeah, big fan. I was like tangentially a fan obviously the big hits on the radio couldn't get away from those Mm -hmm. but um yeah i couldn't i couldn't say that it was my thing i like i will say that like this was probably like the number one band recommended to me by people that didn't know me at all and they were like oh like you like (laughs) rock like shit this guy must love lincoln park and then they'd like play like a lincoln park song i have to be like okay yeah i like rock sure you know like Mm -hmm. they're not wrong did they, were you like called like a rocker fool? Like, yeah, oh, you're a rocker fool. Okay, you're a rocker so kid. Like... No, they wouldn't call me a fool because like they didn't give me that kind of respect. Oh shit! You're a rocker <laughs> kid. You're a rocker guy. That kind of shit. And I mean, yeah, it was it was good, but I can't say that I like was drawn to it as a kid. Wow. Definitely not. No, you mm. never had any CDs. Nothing no, like that. No, 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 no. I at that point, I think like I was probably in like early middle school if not like late elementary i was like just so deeply into the beatles at that point that like i was not like shut up in a song i was like dude <laughs> that's so rude that's hey, not hey, love me too. Yeah. Me. <laughs> <laughs> more <laughs> norwegian wood please i'd rather <laughs> commit arson <laughs> than tell you to shut up, <laughs> 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 tell my dad to shut up. <laughs> yeah so um i mean it's definitely like a band that like hits you as a kid like this is a kid band so, so yes. you, there, you never had any younger geo listening to lincoln park years this was your first venture down here like the actual full albums yes 100 percent. even hybrid theory singles this is one, i for yes. some reason i don't know yeah i'm just remembering wrong but uh-uh. we, we've never bonded over <laughs> i was like remember never that yet. time dude no. you cried about it before <laughs> yeah. bro no um i mean as a kid i'm sure i listened like with my cousin because like i said he was like a big fan but like it was like dragon ball z and lincoln park were like two things that like he was into and i wasn't into and it was just for the same reasons like i never had the entry point for it like i could never like just walk up and be like, tell you know, like, show me some good Lincoln Park. Like, all I knew was like the hits, and like the hits were enough for me to know that that wasn't what I wanted. Oh, okay, so you're you're hearing in the end and being like, this is as far as I want to go. Uh, it was cool. Yeah, it was fine. But like, you know, did I want to listen to the album? No, no, no. not me. 
Well, damn. I think. Um, but you, it sounds like you guys did. That's what I was saying. We're kind of numbering. Uh oh. Am I the Leon? Well, like, I, I, I originally like ripped on Lincoln Park when I was in elementary school. So this was very cathartic because I'd like my friend that I would hang out with at gym class, Lyrian, was like his family like immigrated from like the Czech Republic, which is apparently a thing. There's a very big like Czech Lincoln Park contingent, but he was like all he wanted to talk about was Lincoln Park. I would roast him because I'd be like, this was when there was only like hybrid theory and reanimation. So I was like, they only have, like they only have two CDs and they're all the same songs. Like I was roasting him. Um, That's like my old like I still think of him. I still see him in my head and I like listen to Lincoln Park. Like I felt like I fall out of touch with him but like he's i know he's okay yeah because i was listening to lincoln park he's your touchstone um and then there's a moment where like i had a very big like l- like limewire type family pirates pirates <laughs> pirates like tons of burnt cds in the car like not paying for any music mm-hmm. um i miss that internet yeah, yeah, now I really miss that internet. yeah. what's the statute of limitations on that yeah. but like my dad was like he was like I want you to be like hip. Like I want you to know what the kids are listening to when I was like eight or something. And he put on, he was like, listen to this. This is the official song of the X games. This is like your generation. And he played like faint. Ah, what whoa. were you listening to? It was so lame. Whale songs? I don't know. Like, yeah. I was on it. Like, <laughs> he was like, no, you're a kid. Stop yeah. listening to yeah. music concrete yeah. 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 yeah he was like i hope you never produce yeah. dub techno yeah <laughs> that's enough wendy carlos kid you gotta get hip oh my god okay so like both of your parents seem to have like been cool enough to show you new music mm-hmm. um not I, I don't think on our side did your parents I mean, listen uh, to they you know they let us listen to kind of whatever we wanted it was just kind of like a, wow like he's my parents weren't too into it, but they didn't mind us listening to it. Okay. And for me, it was like, I was just like so young, I didn't pick anything playing. And it was like when I was before I, I was like eight, I was young. Yeah. So like, it was just what they would play in the car. And that'd be like the song. I'd be like, I like that one. Right. You know? Well, and part well, of the Linkin Park, part of the whole marketing thing is first two records, Linkin Park didn't swear. No swears. Oh, that's yeah. right. No they parental advisory yeah, sticker. Yeah. So like that, cause that that's why they thing. swear so yeah. much later on because they would get ragged on. Cause they were like, you don't swear like this is like cleaned up new metal like so it makes sense that parents were like yeah here's some lincoln park because it's like this is the kid friendly right. band wow i didn't even think about it's, it from that because it's, it's so, so dark like shut you up is a swear us to be so like i don't know <laughs> i'm gonna fact check shut up is a swear okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah pull up webster's really yeah. Kick. Oh, oh yep yeah right there it says a swear. Yeah. <laughs> it's right next to butt. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, are you guys gonna beep it for the episode, <laughs> I might, right? I might have to. You said it enough times. <laughs> we can't get onto Apple yeah. Pods if we say shut up too much, dude. Um, it's such a fun like kid band because mm-hmm. like you are so aggressive and like full of like these emotions that you don't know how to express yet, and so like. Chester screaming is like a you know like a conduit for that like you're kind of like you're in the shower and you're doing like your own version <laughs> and you let a little bit of you know some emotions you know like and it and it's it's good for everybody you know but I don't know if it was so you know like good for them in the long run you know cuz they change after a while 
and yes. it's like i don't know at like from their first album to the last album like can't even say they're the same band yeah no you could not sh- i was playing it and my girlfriend even was like is this lincoln park is this really them it's like mm-hmm. i swear like because chester you know is not so much screaming anymore which i can't blame him for he's older you know but yeah, they really did like a nosedive. I'll I'll go on record. I'll go on mic saying a nosedive. Nosedive. Well, like I remember my jumping off point as a kid. Even I was like, when they played like bleed it out on like I want to say Saturday Night Live or something. Like I remember like watching with my family, and we were all collectively like Lincoln Park fell off. <laughs> like, I rem- like there's a it was a vibe check. Like Whoa. we were all over it, and I don't remember listening to Lincoln Park past that did you, did you just like turn the, the TV movies. off i was gonna say yeah, dark, <laughs> yeah. I, if it was darker the moon or like night of the sun or the fuck they called it <laughs> but that song um for sure what i've done what i've done um that one yeah that, that's a that's a hit i'll, I'll give it mm-hmm, to them mm-hmm. that they they made a, a decent couple songs and i don't know like having to listen to this whole thing again or for the first time for me was like interesting just in the sense that like you, you think that like a band state like i thought that they were just like lincoln park throughout you know mm-hmm. and like, i remember like for a while they were like oh we went electro or something because yeah. like that was big and stuff but like i just i just kind of in my head was like just chester doing his, sc- his screamy thing and like them you know doing some synthesizer stuff but like to see where they went is just like confusing but also like just telling of that era and like i, I was gonna say josh like um the last album of no doubt push and pull oh yeah is like exactly like the last album that lincoln park did where it's just like they just went full electro all pop songs like every like modern technology like dumb producer tag they could do they did and it's like soulless but like i'm sure it got played a lot you know well what's funny to me is like that's like 2017 where like emo rap goes mainstream and to me when i think of that i'm like if they at any point had just fully changed course and been like, we're doing the old sound, especially at that point when you have like Extentacion, like yeah. all that happening, people could have jumped so hard back into Lincoln Park. It could have been a, it could have been a big victory lap, but it's genius. Instead, all I know, Don, that's genius. Go back in time. Tell Shinoda, dude, wake up, bro. Yeah. Stop him a couple times. You oh, gotta fucking start. Shinoda tried start his rapping. best. He's dude. doing good he, now. Yeah, he's, doing he's great. making a lot of NFTs. He's like li- yeah. live what? streaming his jams and stuff on Twitch. Yeah. Like, what? I think that's pretty cool for yeah. like an artist. He so. does, like, chilling, yeah. he does NFT songs where he sells individual seconds of the song, no. and so oh fans God. can't no. hear the song until people buy every second individually that's groundbreaking that's though that's it's, like, it's, like, it's like performance and it's gonna get fucking bought within like what an hour or two oh, you know yeah. oh, so yeah. it's kind of like just i want to make my my upfront i want to pay my bills off of every mm-hmm. song i can respect that every <laughs> you, single yeah, song you, you have a second you own every, a second of every my song. return i want to be oh that's a car payment yeah. you know <laughs> every time i make something oh, oh okay. <laughs> mortgage can you imagine like the collector of that? He's like he has like ten of his like one second songs. He just has like a CD. <laughs> you know? He's like, I paid for Mr. Han's kids Montessori school. 
<laughs> yeah, his speech impediment is gone. Because <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Mike Shinoda, yeah. with, still with his goatee. But I, I totally think you're right, Don. Like, if they just totally did a throwback album right now, like, hey, we're gonna go back to basics, it would kill. It would do so mm-hmm. much numbers. And you know what, Geo, we were talking in a, a secret, disclosed, uh, private chat earlier today about a Skippables alumni uh, doing something similar. Red Hot Chili Peppers is uh, doing a return to the dream canteen which is a total throwback to 90s uh red hot chili peppers mm-hmm. but i think it's gonna have the reverse effect or at least on me i was like i would yeah. kill for We're new lincoln it, park but the fans are gonna love please it. stop ketis yeah you know yeah hashtag stop ketis i think it's because they never really left you know the chili <laughs> the peppers have just been like a fucking mole on the face of like pop culture for the last 30 years and it's it's time you know like we're all sick of them but their fans are diehard freaks and that's common ground with lincoln park the lincoln park fans will lap up anything the only thing that they kind that they reacted negatively to was like the last album but like now they're all like it's they're like it's kind of the best one what they have like rose colored glasses for it like obviously because like because re- a lot of sad stuff there's a lot of those, sad stuff lyrics, trigger yeah. trigger warning straight up trigger warning. Yeah. let's yeah. let's start let's just before we get any further before we get into the awards or anything we have to address the fact that chester bennington did um end his own life and uh, it happened in a very dramatic fashion it was su- surprise for everybody it was just like a cultural like moment where everyone was like what the fuck like he seemed so happy you know like it was a very big check for like you know the fact that like people can suffer silently Mm -hmm. and uh if you look at his music if you look at all of his lyrics it's kind of very easy to see he was kind of writing all of his feelings down and you know like he was being serious the whole time you know like the art is like an expression of what he was going through and, and dude there's like early 2000s fucking like uh it wasn't vh1 it's like vh1 fuse and what are those other channels from like 2003 or something like that one of those channels like music review channels would like totally roast them back in the day i gotta pull up the source oh, no. yeah of being like all oh, these whiny fucking kids and all this stuff it's like and me as a kid like feeling all that stuff you know in real time with and really relating to his music being just like fuck off yeah but you know <laughs> you, you know but i don't know it, it's it's like you're saying it's it's really evident of it, fame money none of that matters you know especially with like you know the trauma that chester you know lived with yes you know so yeah it's yeah. like it's it's very difficult to to cover this without mentioning it mm-hmm. we don't want to make this like a uh, indictment on him or any of his like what he was going through or like this isn't about that at all mm-hmm. like we're kind of just talking about the music side of it but we have to address it of course yeah. you know all love to him all love to his family everybody yeah. that loved him you know, I was a real person, so, you know, like, take it easy on, on all the criticisms. Because, yeah, like, this guy had really went through all these emotions. It's really, like, and I think going through it this time, since he's passed, and since, like, I really, like, had to go through it all, it's kind of, like, it's interesting to think, like, okay, like, you're seeing everything in a timeline from, like, when he was 20-something to, like, when he was, like, 40-something, you know? Like, we have this window of time into his life and seeing like the fame get to like where he got and then to end where it ended and it's like y- not that you appreciate any any anything about that but like more just kind of like you know 
there's a full record of like of what he was going through and it, it's very helpful for people that are going through that right now yes and he really didn't want other people to go through it and yeah. like yes. took action there's like and that's the thing where it's like we are talking it's so serious but there's also like the inherent cheesiness of like lincoln park that like saturates it which like makes it its own thing but there's like a cafe in chicago like literally like three blocks um from my place wait i'm kind of doxing myself but Get if you're in a three three block <laughs> radius <laughs> find me find Please me do. yeah yeah uh it's called sip of hope and like the concept is that it's like a cafe that's like aware of mental health and the baristas are like trained in like counseling people so like what i've like actually known people who have been like yeah like my friend was in crisis like went to this cafe and like talked to a barista and they have like a wall of like people who made it possible and one of the biggest names is chester bennington which is like again it's like the dude's estate is you know part of it like he was really vocal he talked about like even writing like he wrote a lot from his own pain but he also was very transparent about like writing things that weren't really his experience because he knew that there are other people going through that type of thing and he wanted everyone to be able to hear themselves in his lyrics like that's tight yeah that's a good guy that's a good guy yeah good guy troubled guy but um you know at the end of the day like a real artist yeah you know like Mm -hmm. a true blue like talented like super fucking talented guy so um yeah, let's let let's get into the games. Yeah, that being said, let, let's get up. Let's yeah, let's time to laugh. Yeah, yeah let's have a little fun. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, number one, uh, I see you peeking, Gio. Oh uh, my god, dude. <laughs> whoops! You can't get a win in, guys. Please let me know the tally in the comments. Um, number one, what song off of Hybrid Theory did Chester Bennington initially not want to be included on the album? A. One Step Closer. B. Crawling. Or C in the end. I'm gonna go crawling. It just seems like an infantile, you know. Crawling is not walking. <laughs> it's like we can't we can't do it. It's running. Let's run. It's called flying or something. Dude. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what were the three again? Uh, one step closer, crawling, and in the end. I think it's one step closer. One step closer, in Guys, my opinion. It was. In the end, uh, in an interview with V Music, he said, I didn't even want it on the album, honestly. But how wrong could I have been? I basically decided at that point, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. That's, I mean, that's pretty standard for, like, a musician. Especially, Mm -hmm. like, again, Linkin Park is, you know, Chester's a star, but, like, it's also all of them, you know? Like, they're getting together and just, like, making huge electronic, like, masterpieces, you know? Yeah. And yeah, it, it's like when you're out recording your music and you're like too close to it, you can be like, ah, that song sucks just because you've heard it like maybe one too many times. Mm-hmm. And like you don't realize like for fresh ears, like it's going to sound great. But like you're like, oh, it's that's a trash song. I don't like it anymore. You know? Well, like that was something that interested me because I was like listening to Hybrid Theory and Meteor. It's there's no way I can really listen to like with clean ears. Mm-hmm. So part of so like full disclosure, I listened to every record watch every music video and i listened to like all the fan club cds they did because like every year you could like buy into the like lincoln park underground fan club and they'd have like a full ass cd there's so much history so you were you know essentially the titanic going into the lincoln park iceberg i it washed yeah. over me yeah, i was like down. taking notes and everything i was like listening to all the demos they released really 
went in because it's like you do hear because i was like if i heard a song from the hybrid theory or meteor sessions that wasn't part of my like nostalgia because like i've listened to those albums front to back mm. um do they still bang like is it good like is that type of new metal still good and i think the I, what's the answer i think the answer is yes like there's a non-album track called qwerty that like has that full like wall of guitars it's like yeah like that guitar tone dude it fucking rocks <laughs> yeah yeah so heavy it's they so they're heavy. so heavy yeah dude um, all right so um yeah nobody got that one right no. <laughs> nerds uh <laughs> Uh, number two, where did Chester Bennington work before Linkin Park got signed and became successful? A, Burger King, B, Taco Bell, or C, McDonald's? Um, Tucson, Taco Bell. Taco Bell. I feel Burger King. I feel Burger King. It was Burger King. Yeah, he worked. The King. (laughs) <laughs> the king, yeah, he dude. came he in needed his whopper reeking of whopper sauce yeah. Yeah. <laughs> screaming yeah. <laughs> yeah i think in an interview uh for vogue he said uh, i gots to get me my whopper <laughs> no, just kidding. Exactly. direct quote yeah he was standing in the lettuce yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh wait that's the national Enquirer. get get that out of here yeah <laughs> Um, okay, number three. Uh, how many times were Linkin Park rejected by major labels before Warner Brothers signed them in 2005? A, 44 times, B, 33 times, or C, 22 times? All, all bad numbers. Shit. That's got to be. That's <laughs> yeah. heavy confidence 44? Right I'll say 44. I think it's say 44, too. 44. It is 44, yes. and they even got rejected by Warner Brothers three times before being accepted. accepted. But then the, the Chester demos came in, dude. You know, right. we're in. Easy. Right. Get them over here. Fly them in. We got Warner Bros. at three. Get here. So so they were called Linkin Park before. No. They were called, no. uh, they were called Zero with an X. Right? Oh. And okay. then they were called Hybrid Theory, and then Linkin Park. I don't know why, but. Okay. And they had, like weird there's so much hyper documentation about lincoln park but there's like two past members like one of the past vocalists for zero that they like kind of like kicked out and he's like i guess he's still kind of chill with them but there's like one bassist named kyle who there's like a lot of secondary sources that like they say like there's actually like they really like cut ties with him and like if you look at the lincoln park like fan stuff people like specifically don't talk about him like the pages are like cleared so like Whoa. there was a, there were some real shakeups in Kyle. the band pre Chester. Oh my God, Kyle! Justice for Kyle, maybe or not justice for Kyle? What did Kyle do? Kyle calling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Come, two, yeah. three, come, one. Come out from hiding. We need you. Get constables. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> Jesus, the, the, I, I didn't realize that there was such a scary conspiracy. There, the, they disappeared Kyle. Well, like because the Lincoln Park fandom, like. Has this full wiki that I would hope like we all spent some time with, yeah. Linkinpedia, it's called. And so it's like it's not I looked at their rules. So like I Yeah, your I eye had, is twitching right now. Yeah. <laughs> I had like a different so like I'm not I'm not always up on Lincoln Park. I'm not always my feelings aren't always positive, especially as the career continues. But the fans it really is. So I really wanted to 
as you know a, as a social psychologist really honestly yes. understand like who are the lincoln heads who are the guys who are like every single track rocks um so i was like looking i was like reading the like lincoln park reddit like every day just like really trying to get it and i think i get it but like the lincoln park wiki i thought was just like a fan wiki like a wiki a thing but every single edit and every single piece of information sent is like manually vetted like there is a really strong like there yeah. are like a strong set of administrators who if, if they do not gel with what you're saying like mm -hmm. it's not getting published there's a panel there's, there's a, lincoln a panel. park panel there's a lincoln illuminati right the panel lincoln, of truth lincoln pdx yeah <laughs> that's insane that's i mean it, it we need that more uh in, and the news yeah. you know <laughs> huh? yeah. and uh in uh our schools yeah. is all i'm saying you know but so true. if, if we could just take a page out of lincoln parks you know lincoln parkopedia ethics lincolnpedia but i mean i definitely get the feeling of that even just listening to their music and seeing their videos and stuff like especially their earlier videos and mid-career it feels like it's all sort of one long story in a way it's all existing in the same universe um so yeah it, it, i just get the sense that the fans are deep deep you know i mean there's maniacs. Always, there's always yeah. fanatics <laughs> yeah. for band like there's you know every band has a fanatical fan like that's just the way that you know fandom works um hopefully hopefully if you're a band you know you guys have crazy fans for you too um <laughs> but you know like there i mean yeah not every fucking lincoln park song is good like it's no. just not true but like they have convinced themselves and yes. like same thing for the pepper he he pepper heads that red hot chili pepper fans yeah are fucking the, insane the pet shop boy heads they <laughs> yeah. ripped us to shreds dude online. shout out but, I, don't yeah. know, I don't know if i've mentioned this but like um we were like outside of a bar and i mentioned like we were talking about the red hot chili peppers and how like i just wasn't a big fan and this girl started straight like yelling at me <laughs> full on like you're wrong how could you i think she was like kind of flirty and kind of you know like mm. not in not in like a i want to she fight wasn't you really like, gonna like stab you but she was just like like a full-throated like what like how could you and i was like I, I just i just don't like it you know like it's not for me i like some of their songs I mean, like, when i was driving listening to the sublime episode i was i was kind of gripping my steering wheel you know like I get a, couple, it. a couple comments yeah. but, yeah. but, but a real fan can see it from every point of view yes a real fan has love oh and think of would chester want people to be dissing each other over his music no if you don't no. like it yeah move on. come on no. uh what is it w w c d what would chester do yeah wwcbd uh, uh <laughs> chester benson number four i forgot what we were even doing <laughs> Let's go back to his list. uh number four uh what was the name of mike shinoda's short-lived hip-hop side project a crimson decisions b fort minor or c fact check uh port minor is that what it is? fort uh, fort minor. fort minor fort minor fort minor it's fort minor guys <laughs> he only had one album but he did collab with jay-z john legend common and a bunch of other people oh jesus yeah he dropped the album and then when he was waiting for the album to come out from the label he got impatient and he recorded a full mixtape and dropped the mixtape with the album wow and it's mm. honestly a pretty cool cover it's like this weird like kind of a uh 
messy sort of skeleton thing with a bunch of like i don't know it looks cool is it is it good have you listened to it Tom? I, I, I heard one song and i didn't like it too much i had to i had to pick my battles given that i listened to again <laughs> yeah everything like right. i think i added up and it was maybe over like 24 hours of music Holy um shit. because like, like consecutively too right? well and to speak to them nurturing this fan base it's like every year they had something called the lincoln park underground which like you would pay like between 40 to 60 dollars and they would send you a cd like a keychain like different stuff and you would be like a lot of people would do it to get like pre-sale access to shows and stuff like that so like they nurtured this fan base and so all those releases are like up and you know when we're when we're picking songs i i can certainly speak to the trajectory of some of those but it's something they did nurture when we talk about this like there is a lot of especially with mike shinoda there's like business acumen oh yeah he's here. definitely mm-hmm. the business character yeah. in all of this he's the mcmahon <laughs> <laughs> so check out Port, fort minor fort minor um number five uh which less talked about lincoln park member actually directed 19 of the band's music videos a drummer rob burden b bassist dave farrell or c dj joe Hahn? Johan, DJ Johan, Johan, Mr. Han. It's Mr. Han, yeah. dude. He's a fucking killer. He um he directed all or nineteen of their videos. Uh, he directed a feature length film called The Mall. He's done film scores, and he even did a uh, special effects on an early two thousands TV miniseries of Dune. Oh, yeah. Nice. And the kicker, the cherry on top, visual effects supervisor uh, for Three Ninjas High Noon at Mega Mountain. Dude. Oh, shit. Yeah, Whoa. with the Hulkster. With the Hulkster. <laughs> Listen there, here, brother. There's a Linkin Park Hulk Hogan yeah. hand holding thing. Wow. <laughs> They're in the same universe. I was like, so there's a period where I was like feeling like I don't have a lot to say about Linkin Park. So, like, any person that I came across, I would say, like, I'm listening to all the Linkin Park music for this podcast. Like, what do you think about Linkin Park? And most people would like talk about Chester and be like, oh, I love the song. That's good. But my one buddy was like, I was like, oh, what do you think about Linkin Park? He was like, yeah, Mr. Han. And that like uh-huh. blew my mind. Like there are some people were like that. That's what they latched on to, yeah. which makes sense because they, they're shouting him out. But he was like, yeah, Mr. Han. Dude, he had a panel at like um, when Force Awakens was coming out at some event. He I saw an interview where he had a panel, dude. And they were interviewing him. I don't know what was. Yeah, it, I, I, and then I went on IMDb, and there's no like connection with him in Star Wars. So I was like, "What the fuck did they? They do just that let for? him do it. I like, oh shit, he's coming! Like, yeah. fucking get him <laughs> on stage. Him on, I hope they still gave him like a USB DJ controller yeah. when he was like talking at the panel. Yeah, yeah <laughs> like, Fred Harrison. For us. Yeah, <laughs> they had Serato up. Oh my god, who knew? Who knew they were so talented, dude? Like, dude, yeah, total Shinoda, Mr. Han. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Brad? Who, who is the who's Brad? The, <laughs> Brad, yeah, who the big ass uh, headphones? Rob and Dave, Kenny, which he does for his hearing. They're not. It's not music. I always thought it was maybe the sampler or the DJ. He does it for his hearing. For I think it's a good. Me- Again, smart. kids are watching this band. It's like a good message for kids. Like it's actually like you can be in what was the biggest, coolest band at the time, Lincoln Park, and be like actively visibly protecting your hearing i care have about a good thing i yeah. thought he actually did it for style because i legitimately thought it was really it cool, just, that he cool. Did yeah. it. just a byproduct just a byproduct <laughs> i also like i was like looking for uh for facts and stuff and uh they made mention that he only wears sure 
<laughs> like canceling headphones. I was like, uh, okay, sponsor, yeah. sponsor. So shout out, sure. Uh, Enter promo code. Yeah. Lincoln. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Lincoln bio. Yeah. Uh, number six uh in which early 90s movie does uh lincoln park guitarist brad delson appear as an extra in a drop dead fred b bride of reanimator or c bill and ted's bogus journey um yeah i got you (laughs) first stump bride of reanimator that seems the most low budget i'll go that too drop dead fred guys Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. I've seen that movie so many times. I was like really hoping that there was some sort of documentation of him, like where he is in the corner or something like that. You know. Wait, hold on, hold on. Let me do a um a retake. Whoa, (laughs) that's that's my Keanu. (laughs) Big mouth. Well, there's other film appearances too. What? I'm like. Dude, if, edit this out if I'm wrong, but I'm ninety, but I'm ninety percent sure that Chester is in like a Saw movie, like a later Saw movie, and dies really gruesomely. That's right. And yes. I looked up the YouTube oh, yeah. video now, and people are just like, "Dude, like too real." Yeah. Because he, like, it's brutal. Yeah, he puts his whole ass into it. I'm sure, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think I remember that too. Yeah. I, or maybe yeah, like that really familiar. He, he screams. You know. <laughs> he knows how to scream. He does a scream. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dude, that'd be great. I mean, and he sounds like he would do it. So insecure. Yeah. <laughs> Felt this way before. <laughs> do you want to play? <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. I can't do it. uh last question guys uh which lincoln park song did chester bennington claim was the most emotionally difficult song to sing live a numb b breaking the habit or c crawling um fuck that's hard Mm -hmm. breaking the habit i'm gonna say yeah i was saying breaking the habit too breaking the habit crawling what? yeah crawling. must be the baby thing. i mean i yeah. think i was thinking about it too like he's thing. younger at the time mm-hmm. so whatever he's writing about is probably like he's probably like too, maybe in the thick of it you know too real maybe. yeah so but yeah uh he would say that it, it was really difficult even like on tour and stuff like doing it consecutively would still be really rough i get that but he, so he like talked about with breaking the habit being like so Mike wrote the lyrics to that, and Chester like talked about like when he read the lyrics and like started doing the song, he was like, his mind was blown. He was like, this is like my life, and he was like, his vocal takes. He was like crying in the booth. Whoa. Wow! But Chester was a sensitive guy. Yeah, I mean, Lots they, of songs. they both are. Yeah, it'd be really funny if like everybody else is not, and they're just like <laughs> guys, like fuck. Yeah, yeah. that's cool, bro. Yeah, yeah, they're they're like finally like let's do like a poppy album, guys. Like yeah, they're. they're <laughs> I got some ideas that Finally, I'm working on. You didn't let me do it, dude. <laughs> Kent can write yeah. some songs for Lincoln Park. <laughs> I'm not gonna come to the studio today. <laughs> so okay, so so yeah, it ooh, looks like ooh. we have some monogamy here today, dude. Sam and Don uh, tied for two. That's pure that's democracy. Kind of a, that's right kind of a dude. tight one. I, I worked hard on this because Don had mentioned he was sending me cryptic messages, like just a picture of like a whole bunch of Lincoln Park facts, and I was like, I oh, really no. got to be on my mm-hmm. game. Yeah, and he see he knew. He knew. I saw him looking at me. He was just like, oh, I'm going to go last. Well, it's like, it's also, Chester said a lot, and I read and listened to so much where it's like, I know he said something about that song. 
mm-hmm. the Burger King and well because it's like <laughs> I, was, I was like Burger King I was like yes 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 did you know the Burger King oh yeah oh yeah um, but like it's day one stuff yeah it's you like, go there you ask for the Chester and they they, 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 they know they know what's up <laughs> they all right, guys. <laughs> yeah, uh, Sam and Don. Great, great tied. job, guys. Yeah, thank you. you guys won a break. Nice, well-deserved break. Let's take a little break. We'll be right back. Just like before. Every song you played on me. I need a little softer skin. Every song you played on me. All right, we're back. Great to be back. Um, okay, let's let's get started with these skippable awards. This is what we all came here for. This is the Skippies getting started with number one, as always, with a bullet, the Elizabeth Fraser Award, aka the most unintelligible vocal line that you hear and this is something that chester is singing so something that you can hear chester say who wants to go first to uh give an example for everybody josh you want to get started uh i got like a um it's the perfect example but one that really took me by surprise so i've got announcement service public uh 140 i thought he was just screaming and um i was trying to make some sort of like half-assed joke about what he was saying because i couldn't understand what he was saying because he actually for as loud and as raspy as he gets is he enunciates pretty well Mm -hmm. you know there isn't too much that i couldn't uh not uh, understand so uh that's 140 on that guy One fucking ripper, dude. That's such a good song. I, I really like that track. So um, I'm like, what? What the hell is he saying? I couldn't understand. Turns out they're p- playing something backwards. So uh, Gio, I, I sent you the link. Uh, mm-hmm. I think probably around then, 140, because it's the whole song just backwards. <laughs> I just what is going on there mm. what is happening that's like genius, i i love the fact that it, that's really cool to me if people are playing their stuff backwards it just sounds cool to me i love that warbly sort of sound but like chester is a masterful vocalist and he went into the studio and was like you should brush your teeth and you should wash your hands <laughs> yeah. full like not holding back at all he's full chester lincoln park rocking like screaming belting yeah, yeah. That sounds like a Jerome's Dream, that Screamo band, where they, would, they wouldn't use a microphone and they played live and recorded. They might have said the same stuff, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, yeah, that was really good. What a strange um, subliminal message to give to children. It, usually, it keeps working. Yeah. It's just like satanic, but they're just like, yeah, I mean. I usually never brush my teeth, but I, like ever since I heard this, I started I've been again. compelled to. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, all right. Uh, do you want to go next, Sam? Uh, washing the hands. We're still uh, waiting yeah, on. Still working on that. Yeah. <laughs> so I think as I sat down and was reading out loud, I realized I missed at least one of these categories. Okay. Oh, yeah. This is okay. one of the ones I missed. This is so one of the ones. Okay. So wants to say two maybe for me. Okay. Possibly. Uh, I don't know. What about you, Don? Do you have one? All right. I have one deep cut from the Lincoln Park Underground. It's um, Esau, A Place for My Head demo at 145. Um, again, most of this is pretty, most of the discography is pretty clear, but when I heard something that didn't sit with me, it, I really fixate on it and what the lyrics actually are, I'm not okay with. Soon the Aztec moon will heat my room and heal my wounds is apparently that line. Oh my god, dude. Oh, okay. What, what is it? Shout out to the Aztecs, like, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Free AC, bro. Because well, I was like, this is like a, it's like a misheard lyric, but molt, like primary sources was heat my room heat, heat my, my room, room. Heat my room yeah i mean he's definitely uh um you know all over the place he was a thin guy i can imagine he was probably cold a lot <laughs> yeah true right? you Maybe know heat my room it's a constant struggle <laughs> i can't find a place warm enough we're in hawaii chester please. yeah dude i get it it's, you know there, there's there's a kind of cold that like cold you know Cold people mm-hmm. just they run cold, you know. The refrigerators. Yeah. He might have been one of those, one of those kinds. Um, and he also Aztec does that line in like ASMR voice too at the beginning too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it felt really nice. Hot. I got the tingles. Very hot. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, all right. I, I will go next. Um, so my Elizabeth Fraser is from like a very nostalgic point of view. Um, this is a song that like I never knew right what the lyrics were because i've been saying it wrong this whole time and i looked at the lyrics and i i was wrong i felt stupid but i got over it um so it's uh breaking the habit the lyrics are i don't want to be the one who battles always choose right well um my whole thing is that i always heard the battles only shoes or battles on with shoes instead of battles only choose so i'll uh i'll get to that to that point unless i try to start again i don't want to be the one who battles always shoes because inside i realize i just thought like you know other people battle with boots yeah, he is battling with shoes. Shoe therefore, agility is yeah. the, is the definitely. Yeah, it's just like someone's gonna step on his toe. It's gonna hurt. That's a battle. He's gonna lose. Right? He doesn't want to be the one that battles with only shoes. I mean, but if I'm going into a battle and you don't have shoes, I feel like I can't. Right. If yeah. you, if if you're shoeless, yeah, that's one thing. But like, I'm saying, normally it, you have boots or like some type of cover for your, you know, like you're not wearing sneakers. He's wearing Nikes to a battle. It's all, it's all about yeah. approach, man. It's all about fighting style. Yeah. It's all about, you know, yeah. taking the enemy down in the, in, in the way that they're not expecting. A couple of times that line hit me sideways is like, battles always Jews, oh, which I thought was, you know. Yeah. You know, that's, that's part of my background. So I was like, thank you, Chester, for stepping up and saying, you know, 
against anti-Semitism. Yeah. yeah. No, that's no true. battling Jews. I don't want to be the one. Yeah, that's I don't. Battling yeah. Jews. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go down on this one. <laughs> okay, so. Um, that is all of our uh, Elizabeth Fraser Awards. Let's get next um, to the uh, Top Bop Award. This is, of course, your favorite song. Listening to this discography, of course, we listen to all of their albums. They're, I mean, we didn't go as far as Don did. Yeah, but um, you there's, do. yeah, there's a lot of songs. <laughs> the admin. Did you make it like to that level that you could be an admin on like, Linkinpedia? So, yeah, somebody from like the the panel emailed you like, "What the hell are you doing on our message boards? Yeah, like, why are you just lurking?" Like, I get oh a my post. God. I get the cut of the Patreon. Yeah, oh, it's just funny though because I I really like listened to all of it and felt pretty like unmoved like i don't think my opinion was swayed by hearing every single thing i was just sort of like yeah the the stuff that's that's good is kind of good and the you, stuff yeah. that's bad is like yeah bad. and there really is just a huge gap a yes yeah. yeah yes we definitely gotta wait till the final mm-hmm. questions but man yes. yeah let's let's stay up in the clouds for now um so don since you listen to to, to it most what is your top bop so like the reanimation version of points of authority and the beginning is really good. IMO. Dude, gosh darn. Those yeah, like that's cool. Those like UK acid samples. It's it's bridging gaps in electronic music. But uh, like the hybrid theory version, I remembered like Points of Authority was like even my song as a kid. And the hybrid theory version doesn't it doesn't hit like that. Yeah. Not anymore. Um, like I was like sitting with Sam, we were like playing the music videos and I put on the one for like Points of Authority, and I think he could probably see it in my face. So I was like, "This is this." I'm like, what is this? Is the, hi- the hybrid mm-hmm. theory version. It's like it, it didn't sit right with me. It was the acid base. You like yeah. noticeably were just yeah. like. <laughs> I felt bad because you're like, I was like, man, this one point of story fucking rocks. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like Sam, just fucking song. Yeah, that's a good one, dude. He seems kind of like sexy in that one. Mm-hmm. There's a little sexiness yeah, in that, does. dude. It was a little smoke. It's like a that. little Nine Inch Nails type. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's definitely a little like seduction going on in that one. That's a good one. I for wonder sure. if he's doing any like a uh, like inward screaming. You know, I, I I'm not gonna attempt it now, but like you know, what inward I'm saying? screaming. Yeah, like that's sort of like throat. Um, like it's a really high like almost akin to like a pig squeal but you you scream on the in not the out right you know maybe maybe i mean yeah he's he seems like he's a master of his craft of screaming so i'm sure he he learned to scream every different <laughs> yeah. way he's yeah. the throat goat yeah he's, yeah. he's the throat goat yeah, yeah. Dude, him and nancy reagan shout out dude. <laughs> <laughs> what about you sam what's your top up my top bop is faint Classic, same, same, yeah. That song is so good. Take it from the top, dude. I was gonna say from the very top. All right, faint. Here we go.
with a little bit of disregard. Oh, dude, you can you please cut to the chorus, please? Okay, uh, uh, if you listen to that very beginning part, there's a. I think it's been verified by Mr. Hump. There's an urban legend that he mixed a fart into that first drum drum loop at the beginning. Oh, really? If you get to like minute eight, you can you can hear it. <laughs> a three oh three and a fart sound very similar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was the prankster of the group. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's on a four oh four. I can see it. It's so funny. They're like, wait, that's not the right fart sound. Can you do it again? Please? <laughs> yeah. Mix it up. Yeah. You can't just like change in the EQ. Like, We're, no, like, no, no, no. Triple tracking it like the vocals. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, let's do the chorus. Here we go. I got I can't the way I did before. Don't turn your back on me. I won't be ignored. Time won't change. This damage anymore. Don't turn your back on me. I won't be ignored. I am a little bit insecure. I am. Uh, it's so good so cool yeah yeah, where were you sam where were you man like when i was a kid even this is when i this is a song i was like whoa like it can be like wound up in the back seat yeah we wound up in the front seat now like yeah in the car as a kid yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) i'm driving the car now yeah i'm I'm putting it on yeah it's my cd now Mm -hmm. yeah dude for me it just reminds me of playing like fucking mortal Kombat with my brothers like fucking underwear until like 3 p.m you know on a on a saturday afternoon you know i just think of that getting like four feet of air off a half pipe whoa nice are you a skater boy were you Whoa. were you a skater boy? I, wa- I was not good, but I watched a lot of skate videos. Oh, okay, nice. Yeah. yeah Linkin Park figured in heavily. That and AMVs. Dude, the youth of the early 2000s. Right. <laughs> Animated music videos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just seeing like Afro Samurai doing like to to like numb or something. Well, like Mike Shinoda is like really like into it and like specifically is like our music spread via like anime music videos, like he has like a major respect for it. Yeah. I was trying to look up a lot of the animators and, you know, I'm sure I just didn't dig Mm -hmm. deep enough. I was trying to find the animators of all of those like music videos. Hella cool. I I couldn't find them. Yes. It it definitely is like heavily like anime is that vibe. But like I get a lot of like Todd McFarlane and like Mm -hmm. image comics too, Mm -hmm. you know, it's, Mm -hmm. it's just so fucking good. And it's so gritty, almost like, like arguably an ugly aesthetic. Yeah. You know, like torn to shreds, which I know is their, you know, even emotionally, that's sort of their thing. But yeah, yeah, fucking rad. Um, okay, so um, my favorite song, Top Bop, it's got to be just the one that like has like in my head. I can still like sing it like word for word in my head. Like it just you know, like this song never left my my little angsty heart. Um, it goes out to numb. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's just so fucking yeah. good. I was, I literally had both songs in my hands, and I was like, "Which one do I?" Yeah, Ugh. which one? And um, gotta go with numb. I don't know. Like, I, I like his like his lyrics in this. It's it's very heartfelt, very well done. And I don't know. Like, I I, I like um, the music of it is also really good. And really, really quick, back to um, to your guys' song, Faint. That intro just has like a very like toxic like intro kind of vibe you know like they're just like that really cool like sample intro thing that like they do every now and then every now and then they'll have like a really cool synth line as an intro well they they sampled all through an mpc 1000 so like there's specific like mpc time stretch shit that like mike specifically was like way big into it and like i 
I I are, use it well. I'm, okay. I'm a, as an MPC 1000 user. Um, oh. I. I'm like, oh, I can hear the compressor on that. Like, oh, I nerd out. No We're trying way. to get that Linkin Park sound. We're trying and to get that. <laughs> yeah. that. That and Black Dice. All right, so here's a uh, numb. Here you go. Every step that I take is another mistake to you. Yeah, dude. That's a really, really good one. Yeah. It's like so emotional. Like, it's just, it's very good. It's such a good song to sing along to because, like, it's not really like a screamy song. So you can kind of like follow him with, like, through a lot of it, which is kind of nice. You know, it's, um, lu- it's lucky that these uh, these mics are on arms, dude, because I might go full karaoke. Yeah, honestly, one right here. For real. <laughs> it's yeah, they're really good. OK, it's a good album closer too. specifically yes. like ending the year on that <laughs> note. It's like yeah. the CD stops, you know, you hear the change going, you're like, it sticks with you. Yeah. Like, I feel like me. That's why Meteor to me hangs together so nicely as like an album is because they really sequence it. Yeah, like that. Totally, totally. And like that compared to. I think like the last song that they ever recorded, you know, then the last, the last track on their last album. Um, It's just like, you see that they put a lot of care into one and then not a lot of care into the other, you know, bring back the MPC. Yeah. (laughs) Where's the MPC? Okay. So uh, that's all of our top bops. Let's get on to the next award. This is the Morrissey award, AKA their most political or social uh, take that was bad. Um, uncalled for weird you know there, there's lots of ways you, you can use this why, why don't you show us how you used it well it's kind of funny because i didn't use it this time <gasps> um i wanted to exemplify um another aspect that i heard this time around and this is a negative for sure um so this is an award that i'm going to give them it's the grand theft audio award um Whoa. this goes out to their song shadow of the day okay oh, so i'm going to play you the intro to Shadow of the Day, okay? And then I'm going to play you the intro to another song. And I just want to just, just you know, kind of check the room and see see how you feel after the two and see if there's any kind of similarities. Hair's on the back of my neck. Here's Shadow of the Day. Okay, right? Nice and nice and moody intro. I like that one. Here we go. This is another song. I'm going to take a nice stretch right now. Go back. Go back and play the other one. Okay. Your friends all plead for you. It's fucking there. Dude. No, it's, it's like it you want to shove it in there. I'm telling you, I, I I will make a mix for you. It is they're literally like four minutes fifty six seconds long each, almost right. I think what 
Shadow of the Day is 450. With or without you is 456, right? Basically the same tempo. Okay, I'll give you that. That's Basically mm-hmm. the same intro, right? Basically the same intro. It's completely like not the same slow intro. slow <laughs> intro, vocal, and then like little like burst of drums. And then the drums kick in for the ending. It's the exact same fucking song. I'm telling you, dude. I, I, I heard it too many times that I was like, this is with or without you. They just did like... You know, in the shadow <laughs> of the day, never with or without you. While I've heard this song, but I you know swear, what, dude. you you really hit those uh, harmonies right there. So knew, I'll give it to like, you. I'll oh. give it to you. It's sampling. Yeah, <laughs> it's beautiful sampling. It's an interpolation for sure. Um, Grand Theft Audio. I, I'm saying it's a bad take, and here's really why I'm using this as the Morrissey Award. Um, they changed their sound. And I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna give them a, a demerit for that. Okay? No, 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 no. Shaking wagging my finger at them. Bad boys. Um it sucks. They get worse over time. They're changing Very their worse. sound. And Shadow of the Day is like compared like that versus their first two records, like it's not the same band. I've heard Shadow of the Day a lot and I never knew it was Lincoln Park because of how different probably He's thought it was you too yeah. He's out here thought thinking it's a YouTube dude. <laughs> <laughs> Who did you think it was? <laughs> 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 yeah. Sam thought it was slow dive yeah. <laughs> oh, <fuck>. <laughs> <laughs> Okay well okay That might have been a stretch Yeah. But uh, I'm, I'm going to follow this to my grave Dude okay With or without you Man Shout that's going to haunt song. you That's going to haunt you You might want to consider taking yeah, that back Might go to psychotherapy for that <laughs> Okay who's next You want to go next Josh uh, Yeah I'll show you how to not do a yeah, Marcy please. Award uh, I didn't do a Morrissey Award I uh, knew that we were doing Linkin Park. It's a huge band. I love early Linkin Park, and I wanted to make an award that I felt fit for them as an entire band. So I have the Linkin Park Shut Up When I'm Talking to You award for the angstiest, angriest lyrics in a song. And I think that that's just kind of bottom line, not always what they're about, but the shut up when I'm talking to you comes in because they have um, a lot to really fucking say. And going back to what Don was saying about even him contributing to this cafe, um, trying to create people to have an outlet to talk and to have their perspectives represented in songs, you shut up. You shut up when I'm talking to you. (laughs) That being said, for the angstiest lyrics, I have Run Away at vocalize and like put into a coherent thought it's just the fucking angst we've all said it dude mm-hmm. i want to run away yep I'm not gonna open up my yeah. mind yeah. 
There's like an interview with Chester. He's like basically talking about the change of style. He's like, I still like playing like in the end crawling, but he says specifically, like, I do not understand why people still want to hear Runaway. Like, <laughs> it blows my mind. It blows my mind. Like he's like embarrassed to have to get on stage almost every day of his life for the next. 20 years or whatever oh my god and sing runaway and sing, yeah yeah that's rough dude it, but it's a good song i, I want to know the answer the production no more lies. the production is amazing like kind of even in their shittier stuff they know they know how to produce shitty music you know I mean, they're I, you know they're like good. their first two records just aren't shitty like just flat out like they're good like it's just what happens afterwards you know it's like and this is what happens to a lot of bands is like you set out to be like an artistic, you know, force, and then you become like a careerist, and it becomes your job, and then all of a sudden you can't really leave the band because like it's your whole life and livelihood, and then you end up making like one more light because the studio needs like you know they like hey record record studio wants another record like might as well like let's let's give it to them. You know who I got a little bit of sorry to cut you off there, Don. Um, Weezer. There's a lot of late career Weezer yes. parallels with late career everything. Linkin Just Park. Trying anything you know? they can. Yeah, that's all I was gonna say, Don. I think like so much music like this, and like capturing the lightning in the bottle of the first two records is like there's a ratio that I think a band like this needs to have of like the guys need to be this level of dumb and think they're this level of smart. And I think as Linkin Park <laughs> keeps going, they think they're like smarter and smarter. And that's just like, and maybe they get dumber and dumber. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> no diss. Yeah. You know, with all respect, great movie. Great movie. <laughs> um, and I think that's part of what happens. <laughs> like when they're doing soundscapes, it's like, can the can the guitars be loud? Can you scream, brother? Like, yeah. Be like, just, do just what be, you dumb. Were good at. be yeah. dumb. Be dumb. Be dumber. Yeah, we we didn't sign up for like you know a Justin Bieber produced type track. Like it's mm-hmm. it's just it doesn't seem and like no you know. I'm not saying Justin Bieber's not hardcore, okay? Yeah, Justin hey, well, you He's might want to watch hard, out there bro. saying well, that stuff. But it's also like, I want to hear, like, I'm going to leave and not say goodbye. Like, it's not like, I don't really want to hear about nuclear war. That's not the band yeah. I go to for yes. that. Yeah, or at yes. least, yeah. like, I could totally see, um, what was the name of the album? Uh, a Thousand Sons. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> R.I.P. Oppenheimer. So <laughs> Shout out, yeah. Shout out Oppenheimer. But, uh, I think one of their songs made onto the soundtrack for the movie. Yeah. But Go to the you, movie theater, use promo code. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Free DVD, Blu-ray. <laughs> but um, I could see a early hybrid theory Linkin Park doing an Oppenheimer, A Thousand Sons yeah. album, you know? That sort of, like, concept mixed with their, like, really angsty, hard, like, you know, techno-y, hip-hop-y, new metal-y sound. Mm. I think it would work better than... Dude, I don't even fucking remember. I don't think I chose anything off of that album because the middle four, the middle three, or something—it's yeah, complete rough. wash. It's, yeah. it's rough. complete wash, yeah. dude. Yeah, um, it's hard to like to, to talk about like the middle albums because they're like not memorable, really, in like a lot of ways. Like the the one with like all caps living things. Um, it's kind of I don't know. Like I can't say they're like bad songs because they're not really like terrible songs, but like. Well, my my Morrissey Award is from a song off off that record. Oh, um, it's uh, until it breaks. Mistakes now come and get you. I'm just a bank, so you're a brainwash. Get the picture, it's like that. 
Wait, not only is the wait. line um i'm just a bank so you're a brainwash not good but also <laughs> it is rhyming with uh the other lines banksy rhymes with is bank as well as the word bank yeah you can play the bank i'm a play the bank takedown I'm just a Banksy. Yeah, and no mistake. I'm just a Banksy. Yeah, like it's (laughs) it's again, it's this like thing of like, oh, like we are intellectual, but like their intellectual touch point for ours, like Banksy. Yes. Again, no diss. Wait, so brainwash isn't a person he's talking about? It's just like being brainwashed. I think so. Well, because it's the the Mister Brainwash, right? Right. That was uh, that. Yeah, exactly. uh, Well, well, I can't remember that guy's name. Graffitiist. Pretty much, he was like. Uh, Banksy's wing. Well, he like filmed him for like forever, and then they made that uh, exit through the gift shop. Through the gift shop, yeah. And he became uh, Mister Brainwash, and like pretty much had like an art factory, and was. There's even theories that Mister Brainwash is Banksy uh, because it's just terrible, like fucking manufactured art, you know. Oh, I didn't know. I didn't know who Brainwash was. I thought he meant. I thought he meant the flipper song. Oh, <laughs> I thought he meant like you were brainwashed. Yeah, you're, like, smart like them and Banksy. Yeah, dude. People that don't get Banksy, they're just brainwashed, yeah. bro. <laughs> don't you fucking see? Okay, so uh, that's all of our Morrissey awards. Sam, I think you have one yeah. left, right? I I got the Morrissey award. I got a it's off a thousand sons, wisdom, justice, and love. Okay, and just and just for context, this is Martin Luther King Jr. talking in the song. Uh, I have a timestamp of 45 seconds. cool effect but it's weird to do on martin luther king jr's voice it's just weird yeah. i don't i don't think it's bad or good maybe kind of just he, he just has um, such a powerful message that it's like why yeah. would you distort this yeah. you know or at least to that degree they make him sound like one of their beloved transformers like actually yes. like bumblebee's real voice just sounds like mlk dude is that and honestly they- like freaking autobot racism sounds completely catastrophic mm-hmm. for the universe mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. it's true they gave MLK the co-write on that song, though. You have to, they you have to respect Whoa. that. Yeah, yeah, which brings to mind, you imagine MLK Jr. in the room with them. Right. Writing the speech for Ghost writing yeah. for, for them. Wow. So, okay, like, I, I understand why this is your award, because, like, it just doesn't make any sense. Like, yeah. what does that have to do with nuclear warfare? Like, because that, that's during, like, that's the album, right? Like, this is A Thousand mm-hmm. Suns is, like, kind of like their atomic bomb record. So, like, yeah. Uh, MLK, you know, talking about nuclear proliferation. I'm not sure if that was part of the wisdom, justice, and love speech, where he's like, "and nukes are bad." Like, I don't think yeah. that was a, the theme of that. So I don't know why he's laying <laughs> like that in. Yeah. Be careful with the nuclear weapons. Yeah. Okay. That's uh, goofy for sure. I don't know if it's. I mean, it's positive, I guess, for kids, right? It's good for kids to. Yeah. But again, like, why? Why, for, why for sure, fuck though? with the sample? At yeah, least, like, be we can be, Yeah, yeah. We yeah. Can hear it. Like, yeah. it could have been like something else about nuclear war, maybe. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Okay, so that is all our Morrissey Award. Let's go next to the Are We Humans or Are We Dancer Award. This is uncomprehensible lyrics, and this is the written word. This is what Chester or Mike um, wrote down and, uh, you know, published for the world to see. So, um, kind of goofy. Goofy lyrics is another way to say that. You know, any kind of, like, fun lyrics. Uh, who wants to go first? Don? Um, 26 letters in the alphabet from any point. Oh, okay, <laughs> yes. 26 letters. And if you're playing at home viewer, pull up the cover art for the LPU8 EP as well. And go to the floor with Ernie M. Like, what? so it's like a fan it's a fan club only release because like that was the eighth one and for the the first ones were like demos different mixes exclusive songs and for four they started four five and six like mostly live tracks and seven is just like all live material that was like previously released so the fans were sort of like upset because they're paying like 40 to 60 dollars for these packages complaining to the band so like mike and chester essentially packaged like a cd for the next one that was all songs like that um just these like really like corny like just like they're like fucking around the studio but it's like it's like listening to somewhat hearing other people's like inside jokes that you just like don't get and aren't that funny to you yeah right and then still selling that to the fans um but the amazing thing is again because it's lincoln park fans you'll see them online be like yeah it's good it's, really it's awesome. Yeah, it's you awesome music. Believe this, Mr. Han. Thank you. Yeah, Thank yeah. You. I, I kind of get it because, like, it's it's for them. Like, it's like, yeah. oh, look, it's our little secret. Like, now they they let us into their world. You know, like sh- listening to shitty demos from like your friends is like, you know, mm-hmm. it's how you get closer to them. You can lie to their face and be like, "Oh, bro, it's fucking incredible, it's a masterpiece." <laughs> That's how all the fans feel at yeah. this point. All the admins, exactly. Like, yeah, they paid forty dollars. She's like, "This better be a masterpiece, dude." <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's that was a good one, dude. Super califragilistic expialidocious. Never miss a chance to say that word. Making myself feel smart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Say the biggest word. Yeah. <laughs> I know big words. Uh, <laughs> all right. What about you, Sam? What's your? Yeah, I, 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 I forgot to do this one too. I didn't do this one too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, cool. What about you, Josh? Uh, I did another award. I did uh, the Caravan Palace Indecent Exposure Award. Okay. Uh, this song um, actually was kind of has always bugged me ever since a kid. Uh, I have easier to run off of Meteora, and this comes right after Hit the Floor and before Faint, my top bop. And dude, this always fucked up the flow of Meteora for me. I don't have the timestamp, but a I think it's just, it starts with the, uh, just play it. Or I have a heart attack. got like a like an uplifting tone about it which like i don't know it just really slows down the album for me 
And, you know, it starts off pretty cool. I like the, the samples and the guitar in the beginning, but dude, every time that would play on my CD at home while I'm playing my Mortal Kombat, dude, you know, mm-hmm. I'm skipping to faint. Okay. So an early skip for you. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, what do you think about that, Don? What do you think? Um, so Chester has been on record really not liking that song, specifically, oh, but oh, specifically oh. thinking that it was too melodramatic and too sad. Mm-hmm. Um, but they would like refuse to play it live. You look at the set list, it disappears very early because they were vocal about like, we, we don't really want to touch that one. Dude, just the tone. Like, can you imagine like playing fucking Runaway? And then following it up with Are you kidding me? Dude, no. Okay. So yeah. yeah. Okay. For sure. That's that's a good one. My Are We Human or Are We Dancer is um When They Come For Me. Um this is just like a like okay, it's kind of like a conundrum, right? He's it's like a paradox that he's creating. Uh this is Mike Shinoda rapping, right? Um I don't have a time, so I'm just gonna read this out for you guys. Um I'm awfully underrated, but came here to correct it. And so it ain't mistake or mistaken. I'm going to state it for the record. I am the opposite of whack, opposite of weak, opposite of slack, synonym of heat, synonym of crack, closest to a peak, far from a punk. So what am I? <laughs> sounds like a riddle, you know? <laughs> like a long-winded riddle. A pillowcase, are like you, some like yeah, weird are you, uh, What are you? <laughs> Dude, there's definitely, I, I can find solace knowing that, you know, all of this process really helped Mike Shinoda's mental health, dude. Yeah. <laughs> there's a clear switch from where he goes from like, man, in the end, it doesn't even matter to like, I'm the shit, don't touch me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He says, y'all ought to stop talking, start trying to catch up, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And that's that like, yeah. it's like a meme in the Linkin Park community is that they think he's saying, try the catch up, motherfucker. Oh my God. And they... But it's like they're they like hound him at like signings about it specifically. But it's like I guess like they're this little community. They have their their own like safe ways to like poke fun at the band. Right. Whereas like this is Mike approved. Like you can say this and he won't like actually do take they, offense to do it. Do they ever raid Fuck, his streams with like the ketchup yeah. emoji? Do they really? Ketchup shirts to like his signing and stuff. I love it. I love it. Love is, him. is at this point is he like into it? Because he's a super he's nice so guy. He's, he's a so super into sweet it. dude. That's yeah. the thing is like I think there are times where I came in wanting to dislike Linkin Park more, but I was just like, and like, these guys mean super well. Yeah, they're all such good guys. They mean well. It's like, it doesn't even really feel like they're super in it for the money. I, the NFT thing is kind of wild. But like, <laughs> yes. before that, it doesn't seem like they're super, super in it for the money for the money. Well, um, I mean, the NFT thing is kind of the same thing as the uh, fan club songs, just like 2022 yeah. version. It's, you it's know? that, and it's also like they're trend hoppers. Like, yes at heart and maybe that's just like another saying like you know way that they express themselves just through like be like hey look look what's new fuck it let me let's let's try this new thing yeah and they try it and turns out he's like really wealthy off of it so you know yeah. keep it rolling i guess good for him damn okay so uh that's all of our humans right right okay cool so we're going next into hidden gem territory this is your second favorite song a song you discovered or rediscovered throughout your listen to this discography and so your second favorite, number two, basically. Sam, you want to go first? Yeah, sure. Um, my hidden gem is War. 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 Um, I had about like the 105 mark. War is good for being your hidden gem. That's what 
if you find out what was good for So yeah, it's pretty badass. It's like a hardcore <laughs> song. I think we're uh, me and Don took a trip to Detroit recently. We we're listening to all these together, and this is on I forget which album. The Hunting uh, Party. The Hunting Party. Yeah. All right, so that's pretty deep. That's pretty deep. So it's uh, in pretty bad territory. Yeah. And then this song pops up, and we're like, "Whoa, what the hell?" <laughs> like yeah. um, they, they do a couple of like punk songs. There's a few on, on shining lights yeah. in that in that record. I think the I think the drums on that record sound amazing, and I guess they were like recorded like direct to tape, and everything else was like in the DAW. But the oh. drums were to tape, and they that's just like cool. the drumming is really good. Like it's a I kind of that's a late like late too. late era good record for me because yeah, i'm yeah. like if i don't like the songs i was literally just like zoning out just like listening to the drums being like whoever you are who's the drummer like yeah take me home take yeah. me home it's good no i was yeah. i was also like surprised on how like back to form they were in a lot of the like the tracks and also just kind of how like they went from being like new metal to like more like hardcore in some mm -hmm. like verses like especially in like war like it just seems like they were like trying a new version of being like hard you know like they're like okay let's be edgy but like let's not do it the way we did it before yeah like, it's which definitely is cool. a di uh, um, different suit that they're wearing you yeah. know they definitely went punk for a second because i feel like it's a different like you're saying different type of aggression yeah yeah, uh, I think yes. the Linkinpedia said uh, Chester wrote that song, and he wrote it really fast, like in like five minutes or something. That's super yeah. yeah. That's yeah. cool. That's, that's a good song. I, I like that. Hunting Party has my co-sign. What about you, Josh? You're going to get ready to go. Uh, What's yeah. your hidden gem? I have bleeded out. Uh, one, I forgot about this song, and was just like, okay, this song's pretty good, because I feel like it's the last sort of early era uh, Linkin Park doing Linkin Park that I like. Mm -hmm. You know? I know Don... He, he's shaking his head, but uh, I don't have a timestamp. I'm okay. on there. I'm not going to yuck your yum. Right. <laughs> I need to know because something must have happened on this talk show where they performed. It just doesn't. It just doesn't <laughs> hit for me because it's like the jingling keys, the hand claps. To me, it's like the Rick Rubin production thing feels like such a cutoff from the first two records. I um, see that. And the the vocals aren't triple tracked. It's, that's my thing. It's just like it doesn't. Uh. But it, uh, I mean, everything else on the album, I feel like that's the closest I'm getting to like hybrid theory, meteora, like the stuff that I came for lunch for. Yeah, right. It's you know? the first song I could recognize as Lincoln Park that I would hear. Yeah, around. Okay. Right, it's so the chicken it. in the Caesar salad. <laughs> Bleed it out. I don't want that lettuce. <laughs> <laughs> you mean the croutons? <laughs> Run myself out and no one cares Dug the trench out, lay down there with a shovel up out of reach somewhere Yeah, someone pour it in, make it a dirt dance floor again Say your prayers and stop it out when they bring that chorus in I bleed it out, digging deeper just to throw it away I bleed it out, digging deeper just to throw it away I bleed it out, digging deeper just to throw it away Just to throw it away, just to throw it away I bleed it out Go, stop the show, choppy words in a sloppy Oof. 
I'm bleeding for him. Yeah, dude. Give me, give, take my blood. You have to say it's a lot of clapping. The uh, clapping does not <laughs> relent. They just turn it up and down throughout the song. I'm waiting for him to throw a delay on it, dude. Double that clapping. Mm-hmm. <laughs> throw on the 16 note. Yeah. Fucking clapping, dude. <laughs> I will say there's there's a video uh, of one of their their songs off the last album where uh, Mike Shinoda's like rapping in the music video and clapping along, and it is the corniest <laughs> little thing, dude. He's just like, uh, 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 uh. I found like a forum post from like that era where someone was like talking about like the the because there was backlash for it, and so I was like. My brother keeps making fun of me because he keeps calling Minutes to Midnight the clapping record. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. So I'm siding with the brother. I mean, yeah, you you can throw it away then, you know? (laughs) Throw it away, throw it away. Yeah, he's going to throw it away. Okay, um, my uh, hidden gem is uh, going to a song called Blackout. Mm. Um, Yeah, Blackout off of A Thousand Suns. It's just like, I think it's like a dancey side that you know like you don't hear much Yeah, like a different type of like scream, a different type of like approach that they didn't really like hit much. And when, when like I I heard this song, I was like, oh, cool. Like maybe this is what they're going to start doing now. Like maybe this is like their new approach. They didn't really do this um, <laughs> much more. Imagine someone mixing in that four on the floor beat and like knockdown center, smart bar, yes. you know, just really like the crowd going, you know, exactly. getting the the nightlife crowd. There, you know? There's a whole thing to, oh, I'm sorry, go the ahead. Scream, yeah. The scream, the scream, dude, like just so like cool for a dance setting, you know, like you play that live and people recognize it, they can scream along with him, it's going to sound awful in the club, but like dude, it'll, it'll be pop fun, it'll it pop pop matter, you know, yeah. people are coming home with like horse like sore throats because they're like screaming too hard you know like yeah that's that's what i like about it it's it's such a weird like one-off type of like vibe that they went with in their whole discography Mm -hmm. i kind of wish they went and leaned into this a little bit more you know uh this song too um is a good example of something i see along the entire lincoln park discography is that chester never takes a breath he like all throughout this screaming i feel like he just probably does a million takes and he wants it to sound really fluid with the song you know so he doesn't have to take those breaths in you know you don't want to be a muse and like just like not even turn your head when you take a breather you know but like dude i just i I can't remember the song that i was thinking of it but he does not take a breath he's just screaming the entire time pro he's a professional they talk about like the whole band like come for when he was recording vocals and, like if his scream wasn't long enough they would just be like longer like that's that yeah. one song i'm minute, minute that has the super long scream because the band kept was saying like longer 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 and he he screams forever like yeah. he's a team player yeah. but it's like that's a level of like band chemistry that i i think like aspire to to be able to say like 
you know, like you're shredding your voice longer. Yeah. More. Dude. Give me more. <laughs> Jesus. Don Whiplash Lion. Yeah, Sam. <laughs> Sam. Not, not quite my turn. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Doug Sam, no. Yeah. <laughs> like an NPC. <laughs> All right. So we got uh, a couple more hidden gems on, on the way. Um, Don, are you, are you next? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's um, gem? Mine is the new metal version of Heavy. So this is the song from the last record. Like play it with like forty-five seconds left, maybe. Like okay. let it play. This is some deep only on like Lincoln Head YouTube. Right. This is a This was originally posted directly to like Twitter or something. Live rehearsal. No. Live rehearsal. Yeah. Okay, here we go. at the end of the video he's like yeah fuck you here's your fucking hybrid theory fans it's like but it's like that is the glimpse where it's like i remember hearing that song on the last record and being like oh like i kind of like that melody but like again if they went full tilt back to that sound with that i think that song would have gone hard like mega track guitar so like i found that as just like a curio and i like found myself like kind of going back to it because i was like yeah i like it's that little like I mean, you know, we talked about like lost albums. There's this like suggestion of like Linkin Park back to the roots. Right. If the, if one more light was like a new metal record, it what, been like, good. what yeah. could they have done with their songs? You but know, I like, feel like that uh, you saying that he was like, here's your fucking thing is just more evident that like he wasn't wanting to do yeah. that. He didn't want know? to. Yeah. And, and yeah. to know that he wasn't screaming like until Linkin Park, you know? And he's got a he's got a good voice, so it just um, yeah. I th- I think he was ready to move on. I think also there's like suggestions I've read like physically he just wasn't trying to scream like that because he's getting old. Yeah. yeah. But I think there's also but there's a level, and I think like we can criticize. I think we can criticize people. And I think like there's a level of like arrogance that comes from that too, where it's like we had these albums that like went really hard when we first came. And, like people haven't really paid attention to the same thing. You know, we're losing Don with Bleed It Out. Stuff like that, um, and uh, I think arguably, yeah, <laughs> uh, they lost. They me, lost him. Point being, um, I think there is a level of like arrogance that is like we want to distance ourselves from that sound as much as possible because we want to get a new win that feels like inherent to us. But it's also like, but you're good at that, and maybe like you know, yeah. give the people what they want. Maybe the fans liked you for your sound, and you know, you could do more of the sound that you're good at and they'll like you again like it's yeah if he had just, what they want, you know? maybe he could have thrown some effects thrown some pedals on it on his voice pitch it up a little right. bit make it noisy and aggressive without having to go that route Who yeah knows? yeah i mean alternate universe dude we, we, we could fix this band <laughs> and we could go back and fix this band and tell him hey go go more new metal please yeah and like Ch- and like chester the fans were not super into it and they would be like popping off adam on twitter and like Chester, you know, in a dark place, but would like get on Twitter and be like, fuck you. Like he would like respond to it and get like a little bit nasty. So Damn. it's like, again, there is, I think, cognitive dissonance that they were struggling with with that last record going the direction they did. But I'm just like, mm, what if you would have given in? Yeah, it would have been so much better. 
he did sad. seem really happy in those in those music videos. <laughs> yeah, that's not very true. Okay, next we have the Kurt Cobain Repeat Offender Award. This is the award that goes out to a song that repeats something ad nauseum, just way too many times for you to feel comfortable. It can be a song that's good, like that you know, like you like, but just like you know, somebody just repeats too many times. It could be a riff that gets repeated too many times. So, uh, who wants to go first? Why should go first? I'll go first. I'm going first this time. Okay. Um, the little things give you away. Um, I mean, this is a skippable song just in the sense that it's like six and a half minutes long. Um, and so like, just to attest to that, my, uh, repeating offender award starts at 456. So it gets this far deep into the song. And then the last like minute and a half is just repeated over and over again. The little things give you away. I think Shinoda is saying that in the background. And then like Chester saying something in the foreground that's also repeated. Just lazy. And like, I'm sure it's grandiose and like, uh, you know, we made a cool song, but like six minutes, like Jesus fucking Christ. (laughs) (laughs) Geo hates long songs. One more minute of that, guys. <laughs> How did you not get you two from this song? <laughs> over over <laughs> that, uh, I mean, I'm I'm telling you, it's bar for bar. <laughs> I'm waiting for it to kick in. His fucking flow, okay? <laughs> it stole Bono's flow. <laughs> that was the most Bono flow Chester's <laughs> ever done, right there. Ah, ah, with or without you. That song's about Hurricane Katrina, um, which is like a thing that I forget with that Thousand Suns album is that it's very like anti-bush that's like a big part of it in a way that's like i think an interesting type of like innocence for us like remember when like bush was really bad and like there was a different type of like oppositional thing than like what we do with like trump which is so such a different stylistic thing but like looking at this maybe like listen to like rock against bush and stuff like that and be like oh like that was a whole different like political reality um, that we didn't have exposure to and like opinions or just on. too young to yeah. like or just too young to like i think participate in the way where we do now that like we're used to like talking about like oppositional politicians in a different way than this sort of like i think we're more direct now with our critique than right. doing a song like little things like it's so it's so indirect where now we have to right. be like i mean there's a song like, called fuck donald trump yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. huge for, yeah, and some people doing that, but for YG. the most part, it was this like obscured thing. Like it wasn't, it was a breach of public etiquette, I guess. Yeah. Still at this point in American culture, totally, totally. And yeah, it's so it's such a small like the little things give you away. Just it's like it's so like, hey, we're just saying, you know, like we're not we're not trying to make a stance here, mm-hmm. but like it's just little things give you. It's just like it's not it's not really a big political statement they're making. They're just kind of like critiquing from the sidelines here, um, and just like. A shitty song, just kind of a shitty song. Yeah, <laughs> yeah also just bottom line. Just yeah. a bad song, yeah. bad message, yeah. too long, too boring, too repetitive. Uh, okay, so that's my Kurt Cobain repeater Fender award. 
Uh, what about you, Don? Um, mine would be Robot Boy. Robot yeah. Boy. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah, it is. It is just the same thing over <laughs> and over again. And but this is like a fan favorite. Why? They're obsessed with it. Play it. You say you're not gonna fight because no one will fight for you. Like if you listen to that and you just focus on the piano riff, it will drive you mad because yeah, it's like just bong, about to say, bong, bong, yeah. full velocity, yeah. Dude, yeah, it's rough, and I feel like I'm getting some like in sync in there. You know, yeah. I'm getting some Backstreet vibes. Yeah. It's, just, it's, it's like, so weird. This is of its era, of its time. That like, you know, stomp and clap kind of music. Like it's just, it's anthem rock type of shit. And like, I'm sure like. You know, um, shout out to our uh, last guest, Ryan Wong, when he kind of was talking about Led Zeppelin performing like Stairway to Heaven, where it's like you want a song to perform to an audience that big where they could clap with you, where they could sing along with you. And that's like, I guess to your point, Don, like maybe that's why it's a fan favorite, because like it's, you know, like you're in a crowd full of like a couple thousand people or something and they're all clapping and stomping and singing the song. Like I could feel that like a being a unifying moment, you know? But, like, as an objective listener, like, just listening to this song twice in a row, like, yeah, you'd feel like you'd want to break your phone. Like, yeah. It's like, what the hell, dude? Like, it's four and a half minutes, too. So it's like. But I like you're saying, I could see uh, imagining going to, like, Linkin Park Church and having having this play. <laughs> like, yes. dude, I'm feeling the, the spirit there. There's a little a Christian spirit. Yeah, there's some Christian vibes, like, near the end. That just kind of like I don't I don't know if it's really Christian, but like they just sound like they were in a Christian band or like maybe they got a Christian producer or something. Yeah, you know? he's like guys, I don't know about all. <laughs> <laughs> it's, too, it's too angry. Yeah. Rick Rubin was a snake handler, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, that's Micro Cobain repeater Fender Award. Oh, uh, that's your Peter Fender Award. What about your Peter Fender Award? Uh, Josh? I'll go uh, in my remains. Uh, I I'll I'm willing to admit. There's more egregious offenders out here, but man, I could not freaking stand this from 156 in my remains. Like an army falling one by one by one. Like an army falling one by one by one. Like an army falling one by one by one Like an army falling one by one by one Dude, it's just so punishing. It's so rough. It almost gives me a... It doesn't sound like it, but just, I think, because Army, it reminds me of uh, the killers. Uh, I got soul, but I got a soul. And that's equally as, like, painful. So, yeah. man, no. That's a uh, disagree. Hard disagree. That's, that's a profound line. Profound. <laughs> Which one? The soul? I got soul, but I'm not a soldier. Oh. Profound. When we move to these later songs, like, my brain just does a different thing when we play it. Like, my brain doesn't pay attention. I don't know. Yeah. 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 It's hard. Mm-hmm. 
it's i think it has a lot to do with the production yes you know like it just sounds so flat a lot of times and like it's electric but like i don't know it's too modern like you said like with your favorite part of uh like the hunting party is like the drums, right? It's so just yeah. like the drums are recorded on tape. That's the most real sounding thing. I think a lot of their later albums just don't have like any like air space in them. And so it just doesn't feel like there's like movement, you know? Like it's just like, it's like you're sitting there and just listening and it just kind of like floats over you and you're like, okay, like cool, I guess. But like it, there's no impact. I mean, I think they definitely were trying to try to like, go in a pop direction and i think they made themselves too digestible yes. you know it's yeah. just it like you said yeah. it goes right through you you know it's yes. like a, a song prune diuretic yeah. mm-hmm. all right so sam what is your kirk I cobain a, uh i picked a bleed it out when they bring that chorus in i bleed it out taking deeper just to throw it away i bleed it out taking deeper just to throw it away i bleed it out taking deeper just to throw it away just to throw it away just to throw it yeah and so you don't repeat a ton compared to any of the other songs we just heard but just i repeat so much in my head after i hear that song because it's like yes. it's like infectious to a fault i think and like the lyrics themselves are like intense that so it's like worm. i just want to stop hearing this you know? <laughs> it out. Yeah. okay guys i was that song fucking sucks yeah. I, okay <laughs> I was, I was, my head and jump. I was clapping as a bit, like away from the mic to not be too loud. And I yeah. stopped clapping. I realized the clapping in the song yeah. was even louder. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So high in the mix. I was dude. trying to be respectful of the audio quality of the oh, pod, man. but the, the claps baked in were louder. Exactly. Well, they know, like, I, I think like to, to Josh's point, they were just trying to like lean into that, like pop, yeah. fun not what we wanted not what anybody wanted but like what they wanted and i think there's even like a line i forget what i think like mike shinoda says at one point where he's like you know you make a couple good albums and everyone wants the same shit all over again like i think he says something like some kind of complaining ass line in one of his songs mm-hmm. and like i get that was their like their sentiment on their previous material but like I mean, Gio, Gio, we've had this discussion like even years before the pod created or was created is Mm -hmm. that like I feel like a project should be a specific sound and a specific, you know, sort of idea and aesthetic. And I feel like when bands sort of branch out rather than creating a separate side project or a completely new thing, it just has a lot of space for the fans to turn. Yeah. But it, mm-hmm. but what if, what if this was just like Chester and Mr. Han and you know a couple of them and they made these albums you know but I don't know. right and didn't call it Lincoln Park didn't call Lincoln Park yes you know, linked in Park <laughs> well like that was honestly my take about the last record that I was saying is like if the last record was Chester Bangton's solo album I would be like no issue totally like, yeah. cool yeah go off yeah. Um, but I want to say. So, like, my all-time favorite band, like, how I realized you can just listen to every demo that the band ever did and track down every bootleg is, like, I'm an obsessive Beach Boys fan. Mm. And that's band where their sound goes a million different directions, for the better, for the worse. But, like, I still rock with them through it because it doesn't, it doesn't ever get that point where it feels, like, syrupy or it feels like they're trying to be evasive of something. Like, they still get this key thing of, like, the harmonies are ever-present through all that. And yes. if there's 
They don't they run away that, from themselves. They don't run away from themselves. If we played like a demo that you had never heard, you'd still be like, oh, okay, that's totally Beach Boys. Yes. You know? Yeah. But like Linkin Park, again, like past guest slash my girlfriend Sarah was like, is this seriously Linkin Park? Mm-hmm. Like, is this the yeah. person? You know? So. Real quick, Mike Love? Yes or no, Don? You Mike Love, Mike Love fan? <laughs> <laughs> you big Beach Boys fan. Uh, <laughs> uh, off, <laughs> off mic, there are some Mike Love solo demos that like there are theory, there are like fan theories, like the producer didn't even like Mike Love, so he like shifted the song into it. He shifted the backing track into a different key before they released it. And Mike Love was just so up his own ass. He was like, yep, sounds good. Um, yeah, I'm not. Not on the mic train. <laughs> Not on the mic train. Not on the mic train. Good. Okay. Just, yeah. just for the record, we don't want any, anybody to get the idea that you're a Mike head and not a Brian Wilson fan. Yeah. Okay. Good. I'm a Brian head. I'm we an Al Jardine fan. Okay. Hell yeah. All right. So we have um, run the gamut. We are near um, the final here. We're, you know, the last stretch. And this is the most skippable song that you found throughout the entire discography it's of a big Lincoln one park this is a big one this is it you know put the timestamp here you know skip to this moment this mm-hmm. is what everyone's here for um the song that we choose and this it could be different songs we all have individual opinions but um we're gonna be sending these to fucking mars yeah we have a contract a personal contract with uh, uh tesla mm-hmm. you know and they were sending brand new ships of just our songs over there so I had to pay a hefty premium yeah, the yeah, life I mean, of my ancestors, the homie my, my discount, children. You know, yeah, Elon <laughs> sold all my kids into slavery. When they're born, yeah, when they're born, they're gonna be uh, mining <laughs> the the rock in on Mars, along with uh, the skippable songs. Saves me a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. So um, imagine the um, songs we're sending. They're gonna be um, lullabies for my my future right. children. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. Fuck these songs. Yeah. I can guarantee all of us, I don't know them yet, but they're all terrible. Yes. Because, yeah. man, Lincoln, Bad Lincoln Park is like bad, bad, bad music. Bad. Yeah. It's like the room of music. Dude. I, I wouldn't so wish this on my worst enemy. For the first half of this pod, I was like cracking up because it's like, for the way you talk about the first two albums, you would like think that we were Lincoln Park fans, but it's truly like when the other shoe drops, it drops so hard. And it's like, I... I would honestly say I'm down on Linkin Park because yeah. the the bad outweighs the good and the bad gets bad. Yeah. I mean okay. it's the, again it's the Weezer parallel, dude. Yeah, and we have we only did like six Weezer albums and there's they like, have there's like so 20, many terrible ones. You know, fuck that. We can't do that. We're yeah. never going back. There's a new EP, Autumn EP, Seasons just came out. Um <laughs> I'm tempted to just cuz I'm fucking masochist and I, I might i might listen to the to that afterwards but what is our most skippable songs i guess we will uh me and josh will go first yeah, we'll, we'll have you first. two go last just just to make it a little more dramatic and um you know egos me and me and josh have big egos we like going first yeah, i'm gonna go first that okay <laughs> okay josh, yeah go ahead. guys <laughs> this is kind of a gimme i feel like we're all gonna like groan when i say this nobody can save me yeah. nobody can save me it's so so bad and i was realizing that like the lyric like like the song um you know what it's all about and all the lyrics are still consistently really depressing and like a cry for help all the way through but i'm just like how is this like the shittiest <laughs> pop song i've ever heard you know mm-hmm. so i mean i think he can lay it on too thick i'm holding up a Nobody can save me 
dude it's and like a lot of the stuff on this uh album is like extremely haunting shortly after that he says i chose a false solution we don't have to go down this rabbit hole but just the whole concept of him really putting this to this music is just wild to me i gotta skip it yeah i'm skipping it um so uh my most skippable is um an instrumental and it's a, a song called Draw Bar featuring Tom Morello. Oh, yeah. This song, like, I saw it was featuring Tom Morello. And I was like, oh, cool. Like, maybe there's going to be some, like, some cool Shred. cool guitar or something, you know. No. No. It's just boring. It's yeah. just a boring two and a half minute song. Fucking pointless on the album. Makes no sense. And the fact that it's featuring another guitarist and there's no personality to the guitar at all, like... It just confuses me. I'm just very confused. And uh, Tom Morello famously only uses a select few pedals the entirety of his whole musical musical career. You know, so he got in guitar directly into the 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 DAW. Yeah, he kept turning the the volume up and down on the Big Muff. Yeah, just like we were jamming, guys. Yeah. They gave him zero to do, um, so check out or don't check out Draw Bar featuring Tom Morello. Here we go. Piano has more to do in that song than Tom Morello. I, I wasn't hearing a guitar. Really <laughs> at all. Yeah, yeah uh, I I don't get it. Like I don't get it. Um, it Hunting be... Party is like a good record for the most part, and then like this song just like should have been cut just straight. And maybe just because Tom Morello was in the studio that day, they're like, we can't cut it. Like it's featuring Tom Morello, but like, bro, <laughs> he didn't even do anything, dude. Like didn't even like actually record him. I'm sure he was like actually recording something really good and they just forgot to hit record. <laughs> I forgot my guitar, yeah. guys. Yeah. It would be so fucking funny if he was playing drums <laughs> for that song. Like, exactly. don't we feel like assholes? Yeah, he comes Well, they had another song featuring the system of a down guy too, right? Darren Malakian and Oh, no. Does he sing in that one too, or is he does only he play talk guitar? in that one? I don't know. He sings sometimes in System of Down. Yeah, but I don't remember him singing on the Lincoln Park one either. Are we talking? Are we talking? Yeah. I mean, they have like a Pusha T uh, feature, yeah. right? In like like a Stormzy or something. It was like yeah. a, like a like a <laughs> like Kiara. Yeah. I didn't know. No idea who that was. Because I was like, oh, Sierra. Yeah. Party party. I was like, I was. <laughs> Typo. Like, yeah. <laughs> Sam saw my eyebrows go up and then fall. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so uh, that's our most skippable. What about you, Sam? What is your okay. most skippable song? So I picked Sharp Edges. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Also off of One More Light. Yeah. I don't have a timestamp, but pretty much. Drop the needle. Let's let's yeah. skip let's skip the part yeah. where he talks about his uh, his mama or something. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Told me don't you run. Don't you run, <laughs> 
never listened when she said Shop edges have consequences I guess that I had to find out for myself Shop edges have Do you guys think he thought before he was like Shut up when I'm talking to you yeah. <laughs> I don't think he was listening. He was thinking before he said that no. to his parents. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's come a long way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, yeah. Now it's like a hey there, Delilah. Yeah, like, uh, it's dang. so rough. Man. And it's the last song in the last album. Exactly. It's like this really contrived acoustic song that was never hinted at before, I feel like. Yeah. It makes I no don't know. Sense. Yeah. It seemed like it was trying to be a hit really like that seemed one that was like yeah. trying to get on the radio a lot a lot of the last and albums some yeah. major like luminaire shit going on yes yeah. yes but which like we what were... wasn't popular in 2017 nah, anymore. no when we were like listening to that one in the car we were even like doing like we were doing like mike and chester ad libs like yeah. in the hybrid <laughs> theory style over it like <laughs> Sharp edges. Don't know why. <laughs> My sharp edges. <laughs> and it made the songs better. It is. Yeah. Should, yeah. Should, should we throw that yeah. back on here? Dude, let, yeah. let, let's test the theory. Let's throw the sharp let's edges on. Half level. Here we go. Let's do ad libs. Sharp edges. Don't know why. Rap and hip hop. <laughs> <laughs> Sharp edges. That was on a Shinoda. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> Alright, Don. It. Meant it, bro. How's that for NFT? Don, what is your most skippable song? Um, so like I didn't want to do something off the last record because I was just like, we're told we're going to go but like the one that doesn't sit well with me is off minutes to midnight mm. hands held high okay. i just find infuriating the chorus is like amen it's so much like my, it's the most christian rap sounding one by far it's just like from the beginning like this is the one where it's like i would be like in the shower i'd be like driving around and like i'd remember it and just like it made me mad in a way that maybe <laughs> in the way that like the later one doesn't really because this is like the point where you're like Oh, things are going wrong. Like this right. is the point uh, in this is like the crisis point. This is when the roller coaster drops and you feel like your stomach go up yes. to your chest. This is that for yes. me. Okay, so uh, anytime or dude from the beginning, like you get scared. <laughs> <laughs> there, here we go. Like when these drums come in. to say something lightweight step at the side when we come in feel it in your chest the syllables get pumping people on the street get panic and start running words on loose leaf sheet complete coming i jump on my mind and summon the rhyme i'm dumping <laughs> feeling blind i promise to let the sun in sick of the dark ways we march to the drumming Man, he was listening yeah. to too much fucking Black Eyed Peas, dude. Yeah. But where is the love? Yeah. <laughs> where is the love in that song? Oh my no. God, let's let's get to a little part in the middle of that just to see where, where it goes. In the living room, laughing like, what did he say?
I'm men. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> Freaking true, though. I have no idea why. Yeah. Like, it, where does that come from? That thing, it has yeah. nothing to do with Linkin Park. Yeah. But it is canonical third album, Linkin Park. That's so stupid. That's such a bad song. Yeah. Um, I'll flat out say it. These are all skippable songs. Okay. None, none of these pass the muster. None of these are going to make it um, safely out of this atmosphere. They're all mm-hmm. going to crash on Mars. Okay, mm-hmm. they're going straight. I mean, let's send them to send them to hell, dude. <gasps> send them to hell. Damn, burn them. Burn them. That, that's the only way that you could like fully like get rid of those MP3s. The thing about it is, is burn them. The first two albums are so good that these songs are just like spitting in the face of everything that was good about Linkin Park. Yeah. And so let's let's get to the last question because this pertains to to what we've been talking about. Is Linkin Park as a whole skippable? Shush. Now I'll 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 go first. Yeah, you're already on one. Yeah, dude. Of course they are. Of course they are. Two albums, worth it. So good. Listen to the first two albums, right? But as a, a, on a seesaw right the bad outweighs the good like just flat out you can't get around the last album the last three albums just like not that great um forgettable to like the nth degree a lot of times and disappointing at like to to the level where you're like like i don't even know if i like you like you know Mm -hmm. i don't fuck with you anymore Mm -hmm. like if you're so ashamed of what you were good at why should I like it if you don't like it, you know? Yeah, true. I mean, I'm I'm right there with you, but I got to keep them. I got to keep those first two. I have like a heavy stipulation on this. You know, if I saw that seesaw, I'd be like, hey, that doesn't look very fun. I'm going to jump on the back of that one. Yeah. You know, we'll get one or two rounds on this seesaw right <laughs> yeah. here before I give up. Because there's a lot to keep up with. There's, there is. there's a lot of good. There's a lot of good, but... Yeah, it's hard. It's it's hard to to see the entire band, you know, from like the beginning to end, and s- even say that it's the same band. Like, there, it's not, which is sad. Okay, so uh, big time. Yeah, for for you too, uh, Sam. I'm going that they are skippable. You oh, can wow. skip them. Uh, this is the kind of music I liked a lot when I was younger. And for the most part, I did skip them because there's other bands that did this kind of sound in a way that I thought was more, maybe my child mind, more sincere and a little bit better in every way, shape, and form. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That that sums up my my song there. Yeah. Yeah. Well said. Yeah. Skip them. Yeah. But like, who? Who? Name names. Limp Bizkit. Dude. Oh, Limp Bizkit's sick, and like, <laughs> I think, like, sincerely, I think the way that Fred Durst performed, like, he could sing and or he could sing, scream, and rap all in one, which is cool. Wes Borland's like actually a really cool guitarist. Um, the like, he's the guy that paints his face, right? He's like, he, the, yeah, the, he looks like a clown. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hell yeah, yeah. That's badass. He's cool. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the Fred Durst version of Behind Blue Eyes is. Better, <laughs> oh, be- it's better true. than Lincoln going for any of any of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like, and there's range involved with, with Limp Biscuit where it was always Limp Biscuit. Yeah, you know. And, and like, didn't Limp Biscuit come back with like a song that's mm-hmm. like a throwback to their like '90s sound too? So like even like in their like their later years, they're still 
kind of doing what the fans want them to do and they're leaning into like the nostalgia which yeah. is like yeah. what everybody wanted Linkin Park to do in the first yeah. place right and I'm, and I'm sure they went on to make really crappy music too that didn't hold up but like they knew they knew enough to do that and like I don't know and like the Cool Limp Bizkit songs I like more than the cool Lincoln Park songs, ultimately. Whoa. Um, oh, which yeah. is just, right. just away for that's that just episode. Me. Skip yeah, exactly. yeah, call me, call me in for it, please. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Okay, what about you, Tom? Skippable? I mean, Lincoln Park, what... I think something we lose track of. It's easy to when you do the thing is like, Hybrid Theory, Meteor, this was almost the biggest band in the world at the time. They were coming up. The production, like... As much as, like, I think, the, like, the Mr. Han stuff is, like, funny or whatever, it's, like, it is cool. Like, I keep it. I honestly keep it. I think that, like, the hits are worth it. I think that the fact that it's, like, it was music that was, like, produced in a way that I think probably influenced us when we were younger more than we even give it credit for. And I think it yeah. did expand the sonic palette. And I think it was, like you know the lyrics are like melodramatic um but they're melodramatic in a way that fucking rocks and it was like really it was really vulnerable in a way it's like you know i think ultimately like i do see the perspective of like the lincoln park freaks on reddit who are just like so obsessed for because it's like yeah this shit means a lot to me like i fuck with like robot boy because it gives me a chance to participate like i i get that and i think like it's hard for me to have like i don't know logged on every day and like seen so much about it and not be like this is a this is a force for good this is a force for good right. this is a a good deed um and it's also you know i don't know like again even listening to all the like fan club stuff it's like there's a point where they just like don't give a shit and they're just like releasing just like demos that sound like the like iMovie backing tracks and it's still just like <laughs> it's still just like yeah go for it um i don't like i don't i don't like lincoln park really right. ultimately but I, I keep it. I keep it You're for the net good. Skip? Wow. Okay. I see that. Okay. For the for the coffee shop, uh, three blocks from your place, it wouldn't wouldn't be open were it not for for Lincoln Park. So, in a way, it really affects your your real world, your yes. actual life. Yes. So in that way, you can't skip it because your whole life would change. Yeah. Get that <laughs> they would have Joe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they would have to charge um, even more than six dollars yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for the free therapy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, it's a complex like thing with this band because they are so good when they started like and it's just like when do you stop for your own sake, you know? Like when do you stop for your, the sake of your fans? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. I don't, know, I don't know if you can know if you're the you're the artist, you know? And the, cons- know. the construction meteor is, like, really interesting because, like, they spent, like, seven years putting together Hybrid 3. Hybrid 3 is almost essentially, like, the greatest hits of, like, all their individual bands before Linkin Park. And then in the span of, like, what, like, two years, they pull up this follow-up that's, like, in my opinion, better, super worthy, super crafted, like, well-produced, meaningful. It's, like that's fucking cool to me that's always going to be cool to me even if it's not like the music i you know after after this having listened to so much lincoln park like i'm putting it down for a while but i feel like i grew from it and i think it's a good thing that's good and i feel like uh back to your point about meteora being like more crafted i feel like from the success of hybrid theory they were able to take that sort of energy and continue bridging the gap with like hip-hop and pop and rap and uh and like new metal and stuff whereas 
in the later albums, there's no mending. It's just no. shitty pop music. There's no like cool solo. I mean, hunting, hunting. Uh, what is it? Hunting, hunting party. party. Yeah, yeah, hunting party is the exception. But like, I would trade hunting party for three songs on every album to sound like old school Lincoln Park. You know, yeah. three, yeah. even two. You know, even two just really hit me with the uh, bleed it out. Yeah, <laughs> give me a couple of bleed it out. <laughs> More clapping, please. <laughs> I forgot also that like. Bleed It Out was on like a Guitar Hero game, oh, which shit. is crazy because the guitar part is just <laughs> 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 like the fuck. That's fucking hero, man. <laughs> there goes my hero. <laughs> it, it is a cultural thing, like you said, Don. Like it, they were huge. It's um, if you have a teenage, you know, teenager in your house, show them like early Lincoln Park. Mm-hmm. They they might need this. Yeah, that's um, a yeah. great point. Yeah, for sure. This is for kids. Um, if you're older, you got some feelings too. Maybe listen to this too. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I, I would say uh, it's complicated. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, my relationship with them is very complicated. But thank you guys so much for bringing. Yeah, thank them you to so us. much. Yeah. Like, of course. Yeah. I felt like you were saying. I felt like ever since we started the pod, this was one of the bands. I was like, okay, we got to cover Lincoln. Park. I've been waiting. Yeah, next I've been waiting is for this. Billy Joel. Uh, yeah, we gotta get Billy. Yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> that's a big, that's yeah. a big mountain to climb. I've been wanting small to man. do Madonna, and the guys are scared. The guys yeah. are scared to tackle Madonna because there's but, a lot of there's good, but there's a lot of bad and yeah. a lot just in general. Just, she has there's like a lot. Eighteen albums, but anyways, thank you guys so much. Yeah, thank yeah. you guys so much. Thanks for coming. Thanks for being a part of this. It's so yeah. fun. All the way on tour. Um, check out Monogamy, not skippable. Yeah, uh, not where, where, skippable, where can you, uh, people find you guys online? Well, I would say if you're a Linkin Park fan and you've been upset by the things I've said about Linkin Park and made fun of your favorite song, Robot Boy, um, if you were on Bandcamp, monogamy.bandcamp.com, I think we're like monogamy.us, but monogamy.bandcamp.com, if you buy a hat, I ship them directly with my address on it so buy a hat and then <laughs> get my address and kill me yes yeah, the dogs is worth the, yeah. the money you yeah know, we need it you hear that uh buy the hats kill the man uh, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah we have a new like a monogamy challenge yeah. <laughs> go directly from one chip challenge to the monogamy yeah. challenge <laughs> um beside hats we have a we have a record that has two songs i, I think it's good Fuck yeah, yeah. Yeah, check it out, everybody. Not skippable. And thank you guys so much for coming over. Thank you. you know, driving over here. It's so, so nice for you to actually be in studio. That's really cool of you guys. Yeah, yeah it's always it's great fun. having actual people in studio. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, thanks again, everybody. And for the world out there, don't let the world skip you. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye.